0: Yo, 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 welcome to the Path of Revelation show. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Tried to stand, I felt out of place yeah. In school stand, the fitting fit in with the popular kids The more I try to impress, them, my witness was <laughs> hid. Tempted to fold, tempted to bend instead of preach free. Easier to conform to those you're to reach, reach. Like hey come and get in when I fit in Very tempting, but convicted by what is written Life is not my own, I cannot live in the grave <laughs> I care more about myself than to see him saved Be brave, save. know who you are, free, dead or spades <laughs> Realize the world will laugh at you, and they're the slaves Here's the resurrection and the life, don't be swayed, don't be swayed. They'll don't be swayed. see us rise from the dead, doesn't in our graves in So right. endure to the end, don't think it's strange When it gets hard, he will provide us grace we are. grew up a family of seven, seven Was led by some godly fear parents seven. Grateful ain't memory I cherish, I flourish Cause daily I'm spiritually nourished So I try to live my faith like a nine to five But peer pressure felt like I was getting stoned alive uh. Try to speak from the heart but they thinking I'm soft A bunch of my Cubans I'm dealing with shots Won't jump in that tank even if I'm the sixes. Reading the scriptures shows me the big picture May hurt for a while but I'll show you a smile These persecution's are jewel my crown I was trained to do this since I was a child You're in this kingdom, keep your heads to the plow I pray in this verse, will assist you got styles. Tap at your witness, keep living out loud Yo, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. That was the featured song for this episode, which is our song, Believer, featuring Katrina Campbell. It's from our latest project, The Peculiar. Listen, if you don't have The Peculiar, make sure you go download it, stream it, however you listen to your music. We've been getting great feedback um, off of this project, and and, and we're just excited to see what God is doing through this project. So if you haven't heard it, please go out and support. Support. Um, stream it. You, If you listen to music by way of YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, however you listen to your music, just type in Path of Revelation, The Peculiar. Listen, it's a great, great project, great feedback. But listen, um, I'm, I'm excited. Just a few announcements for you guys before I hop right into the topic. Um, my solo music is on the way, um, I've, you know, more than likely I'm going to drop a project before this year is out. (laughs) Um, I've been sitting on a lot of music and what's funny is, um, prior to, I'll say grace and vanity all the way back to grace and vanity. I, I was, I had been working or brainstorming on putting out some solo material, but I put my solo music on the shelf uh, for us to knock out Grace and Vanity, and then Everything Changes came about, and then now The Peculiar. And so now um, I have a lot of music and a lot of concepts that I've been sitting on, and and I'm excited um, because I do believe this is the time to share this, this new music with you guys, and so I'm super excited about that, um, also, some of you already know this, but Matt and, and, and his wife Roz, they're expecting their third child, and the baby is expected to be, to be will be born this month, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, um, I was talking with Matt, he says, man, I think the baby's gonna come early, and they don't even they don't know the gender of the baby. <laughs> I I I applaud them because I don't th- I couldn't do that. But they're going to find out the gender of the baby um <laughs> uh when the baby is born. I think it's a boy, but hey, we'll see, you know. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what God is doing in their life, but we wanted to hurry up and finish the peculiar project, so so Matt can focus on his family and, and the new baby on the way. And so um, I'm gonna, we're going to be giving them their time, you know what I'm saying, to focus on that. But in the meanwhile, you know, I'm going to continue producing these podcast shows and dropping some, some music for you guys and, and things of that nature. So I'm super excited about what God is doing. But listen, I want to hop into the topic right now. I don't want to take, uh, do a long intro and everything. I just want to get right into it. But my heart goes out to the, the families of the victims of these recent mass shootings that just took place in El Paso, Texas, as well as Dayton, Ohio. Um, I'm seeing a lot of finger pointing on social media, The you see the Democrats blaming Trump and you see the Republicans and right wings blaming the leftist agenda um, or the left for producing this client and everybody's blaming each other. And so what I want to do is I want to talk about mass shootings and I want to talk about Race and politics, this is something that I've wanted to talk about on on this show, but I wanted to make sure that I can speak clearly and, and very sober about these topics. Um, one of the things that I realize as I navigate through social media and just the climate of today's culture. I see how much critical thinking is a lost art. I see how critical thinking is not something that most people possess. And so it's very easy to get pulled into different opinions and different groups. And um, instead of formulating your own mindset and opinions or thoughts based off of scripture. Or what the Bible says about things, and so, man, when, when, when I and I have to say this before I hop into the topic, man, we some of these topics are so complex that the comment section of Facebook isn't the best place to have these top these conversations. Like some topics actually take patience and. Well thought out responses and well thought out positions, uh, instead of knee jerk reactions, you know. And and I and I feel like when I look at today's society and and Christians included, everybody is is having knee jerk reactions, everybody's just reacting, and and people aren't really considering uh, things. Um, or, or soberly thinking through things. And so I wanted to deal with these mass shootings, man, this type of stuff is so devastating to me, but I think it's important, um, that we, that we as Christians let our voice be heard and not just let our voice be heard, but we have to make sure that when we do speak, that we bring glory to God, not glory to our political parties, <laughs> Not glory to our cliques, but glory to God. And so I want to read off a few um, stats and and information concerning the mass shootings. But I I want to start off with a mass shooting that that um, no one's really talking about. And I want to start off with Chicago. Yeah, this past weekend in Chicago. At least 46 people were shot in Chicago over the weekend, including seven who were killed. Like this has been happening in Chicago on a regular basis. It's crazy. I'm going to say that again. At least 46 people were shot in Chicago over the weekend. That's just the weekend, including seven who were killed. Man, that, that is devastating. Okay, about the El Paso shooting. Here's what we know. About the El Paso shooting. And this is per, all of this is per CBS news. 22 people were killed and dozens injured in a shooting at a Walmart in a in parking lot near an El Paso, Texas shopping mall Saturday. The white male suspect has been identified as Patrick uh, Cruz Sias. Who is twenty? Who is twenty-one? Uh, he was taken into custody without incident. This is what we know about the Dayton, Ohio shooting. Man, this is so sad, y'all. Nine people were killed, and twenty-seven others injured early Sunday. So these shootings happen not long after one another. One happened on Saturday, and then the this the Dayton, Ohio shooting took place early sunday the gunman was shot dead by police the chief said the shooter was identified as a 24 year old connor betts of bellbrook ohio he did not have a police record he didn't even have a record y'all betts you man this is so sad man i'm sorry man i'm this is hot betts used an assault style rifle a 223 caliber weapon with high capacity magazines and war body armor and a mask during the shooting authorities said multiple law enforcement officials told CBS News there is no hate crime nexus yet in the Dayton shooting which occurred outside Ned Pepper's bar in the city's historic Oregon district law enforcement officials confirmed that the suspect's sister, Megan Betts, 22, was among the nine victims. Man, this is so sad, man, you, you people are every day, we go about our lives and and're we're, we're not expecting to die. These people were going out to have a good time, probably enjoy probably going out to have a good time, enjoy themselves, and they did not know that that would be their last day on earth man this is, man, this is devastating political parties want to attempt to hijack tragedy and point the finger of blame and that's something that i've been noticing i see political parties uh pointing the finger uh you see uh the trump supporters and and the republicans pointing the finger at the left and the left blaming trump for for the shootings and 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 what's what's taken place and what's transpired and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, because w- what I'm hearing is one of the one of the one of the shooters was actually a Trump supporter and influenced by some of Char- Trump's jargon. And I, I hear the other shooter was actually um, a leftist. And so here here's here's the point I'm getting at, because I'm, I don't want to turn this into all oh, the Republicans are wrong and the Democrats are wrong. No, this is a sin problem. This is a sin problem. The Bible lets us know that the heart is is, is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? This is a sin problem that we're dealing with. The Bible lets us know that the wages of sin is death. In that and, and and when we look throughout scripture we see that man's heart is wicked we when when I read read through the Old Testament and the New Testament I see men committing murders I see men com- committing genocide I see men raping and 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 creating false gods and and man has turned away from God and so we can Sure, sure media can have an influence on things that's happening. Sure, uh Trump can can have a part in influencing somebody negatively, but ultimately it's the sin that is within the hearts of men that causes horrific occurrences as these mass shootings. And so I want to dive some more into this, but I believe one of the greatest and hear me good. Y'all one of the greatest distractions from the gospel today is politics and race. Everyone's blaming, blaming each other and no one's repenting of their own sin. Listen, like as, as, as disgusted as, as we should be or 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 as disgusted as many of us are when it comes to racism, like we're disgusted towards racism. We should be just as disgusted when it comes to our own sin. But society is more self-righteous Then it realizes many of us are more self-righteous than we realize it. And so one of the greatest distractions from the gospel today, I believe, is politics and race. Everyone blaming each other, no one repenting. And listen, when I say this, I'm not saying this to say that, hey, we as Christians shouldn't be involved in politics. I'm not saying this to say that um, that we as Christians shouldn't concern ourselves with politics and race issues. But what I am saying is as we address these topics and issues that we have to make sure that we approach these topics and issues with a biblical worldview, a biblical worldview. And we shouldn't have to feel the pressure or or give into the pressure of being loyal to the Democratic Party or being loyal to to Republicans When it comes to issues of right and wrong. Understanding that we are of a different government. That we are of the kingdom of God. And our allegiance is to Christ. And Christ alone. Our allegiance is to Christ above all others. And so what that means is when the Democratic Party is wrong, we call sin, sin. When the Republican Party is wrong, we call sin, sin. And we call all men to repent and to turn to Christ as Lord and Savior. Our allegiance is to him. That is where our allegiance lies. And so, and so when I, when I, when I talk about this, when I think about it, racism and hate, regardless of which party is the perpetrator, should bother us as, as believers, it should bother us as believers, like we shouldn't, we shouldn't feel such a loyalty to a particular president or party that we turned a blind eye to the destructive nature of sin that they're perpetuating or that they're advocating. Listen to me and, 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 and hear me good. It's a shame that we have democratic Christians who will be silent about the systematic racism and genocide that is Planned Parenthood. Silent about the 1,800 black babies that are aborted every day in this country. Silent about the fact that the majority of Planned Parenthood clinics are located in or near low-income black neighborhoods, but will blame Trump and the Republicans for what's wrong with America. We'll we'll blame Trump for, for what's wrong with America, but won't point the finger at their own party and the systematic racism that is being fueled by their own party in the name of women's rights in the name of feminism these things are anti-christ they're anti-god and a lot of times Um, Many, many of us, many Democratic Christians know that abortion is wrong. They know that it's evil. They know what the Bible says about it, but they won't even say nothing because they don't want to give the Republicans any ammunition. And so they're more loyal to their party than they are the word of God. They're more loyal to their party than speaking up for the innocent and the poor and those who can't defend themselves. It's very, very offensive, especially to me. And I, I've shared. And, and listen, I'm I'm gonna hop on the, the 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 Republican Christians here in a while. Just just hold your horses. I I can hear some of y'all like, well, what about the Republicans? I'm I'm about to get to them. But it's very offensive to me because I, I've shared my testimony about my father and how he was conceived through rape, and how he was the perfect abortion candidate candidate. He was the perfect abortion candidate. If my father was aborted, I wouldn't be here. The impact that he's had in this world wouldn't be here. And so it's offensive when we when we when we don't speak up concerning evil. Evil is wrong and we should be ashamed of ourselves. But listen, it's a shame that we have Republican Christians who will defend Trump even when he's wrong will defend Trump regardless of how racist or racially insensitive his comments are who will defend the Republican Party and turn the blind eye to the mistreatment of immigrant youth at the border like it's wrong listen we have to be able to call Wrong, wrong, sin, sin. Understanding that our allegiance is to Christ. Understanding that, man, we, we have to we have to do the work of an evangelist and we have to preach the gospel. But a lot of times we, we stay divided as believers. And 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 what happens? We end up picking sides, and and we end up fighting each other instead of standing together. And listen, man, I understand like the race issues and and politics have, has divided the church. Many within the church, I should say. Not all the church is divided, not everybody. The church isn't just the true church of Jesus Christ is moving forward. The true church of Jesus Christ is growing in power and in strength. But we do have some work to do. We 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 have to be able to forbear one another. I'm reminded of the scripture in Colossians. And I'm going to keep continue going, but I think this is important. In Colossians chapter three, verse 11 through 13, Paul says here, there is not Greek and Jew circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, uh, Scythian, slave free, but Christ is all and in all put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, Humility, meekness, and patience. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read verse 12 one more time. This is so powerful. Put on then as God's chosen ones, whether you identify as Democrat or Republican, put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Verse 13, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, who would have thought we're supposed to forgive as Christians? Forget if Christ forgave me, if Christ forgave you, who are we to withhold forgiveness from others? It says bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So you also must forgive. Forgiveness is a commandment, saints. Listen, we have to forbear one another as the scripture says. Now I'm speaking to the church because we should be leading by example me growing up in, in Detroit most of my life in the hood, my experience is going to be different from someone who's grown up in the suburbs or my white brothers or sisters who may have grown up in the suburbs. We have to, we have to, For how do we forbear one another? We hear each other out. We hear each other's experiences and we and we encourage each other through our experiences and we empathize and this is this takes sometimes this takes time and and get this sometimes the the comment section of facebook or or twitter feed isn't the most effective way to do that we as christians man we have to start moving as christians on social media Like we shouldn't be going at each other's throats and insulting each other. We should be loving and forbearing one another in humility, having compassionate hearts as the scripture says. But listen, when it comes to mass shootings and everything that is wrong in this world, we have to understand that the world is messed up. Because people's homes are messed up. The world is being destroyed by the devil. Because people's homes are being influenced by the devil. And sin is reigning in people's hearts. And not Christ. And so while we're pointing the finger at Trump. Or while we're pointing the finger at Obama. Or while we're pointing the finger at the left or the right. Many of us are entertaining evil spirits in our own home. And so we're trying to fight a war outside that we're not even fighting in our homes. We want to go to war with people outside of our house, but we're entertaining the enemy in our house. We're just watching any and everything. We're listening to any and everything. We let our kids listen to music that is antichrist. We let our children, uh, we let our daughters follow Cardi B. We let our sons follow Lil Nas X. We let our we let our our sons follow Trippy Red. We let our kids touch the unclean things, and it's because we're distracted and we're not sanctifying ourselves to the Lord. And so if we're not sanctifying ourselves to the Lord, how is our home going to be sanctified to the Lord? And so it starts in the home. It starts in the home, believer. The Bible says, I believe it's Proverbs 22 and 16. I've read this scripture plenty of times, but I'm going to keep reading it. Train up a child in the way. That he should go and when he's older he will not depart. We have to sanctify our minds and our hearts unto the Lord Jesus Christ. What does sanctification mean? It means to to be set apart. Set yourself apart unto the Lord. That means we can't do everything that the world is doing. We can't partake in everything that the world is partaking in. We can't listen to everything that they're listening to. We can't do everything that they're doing because we have been bought with a price. As the scriptures say, and our lives are not our own. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so as believers, we have to sanctify ourselves. This is why it's so important For us as Christians to take our rightful place and walk in our purpose as believers. What is our purpose? Our purpose is to preach the gospel and make disciples. Jesus said this is the Great Commission. Preach the gospel and make disciples. And that starts first in our home. Training up our children in the ways of the Lord. Loving our wives as Christ loved the church. Living the example of Christ in our home. Sanctifying our homes unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And then once we do that, we go out into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. As Mark 16 and 15 says, preach the gospel. Go into all of the world and preach the gospel. Go into all of the world and preach the gospel. Go into all of the world and preach the gospel. This is the Great Commission. It's the Great Commission. I remember I, I, had, a, I had a prophetic dream. And I know for some of you guys who, who, who are reformed and who, who, who follow me, some of y'all might be like, oh, here we go. But no, look, I had a prophetic dream. Probably about two years ago. It, it, it was probably like a year and a half, two years ago. And listen, I am not. I don't dream all the time. I don't dream all the time. But this particular time, God gave me a dream. And I knew it was a prophetic dream. Because as soon as I woke up, the, the Holy Spirit, I believe the Holy Spirit gave me the interpretation. That's how I knew it was from God. I got the interpretation right away. But in the dream, in the dream, I remember me, my wife and my, and my, my parents, but I don't think our, 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 our youngest son wasn't born yet. So it was my wife and my son and my mom and my dad. We were at the house that I grew up, uh, grew up in, in Detroit. We were at that house and it was nighttime. And when I went outside the entire neighborhood was engulfed in flames. The house next to us and the house next to that one, all of the houses were on fire. Um, and, and the fires were being caused by uh, airplanes crashing. Now, if you've ever watched a video of like a 747 crash, Soon as a plane crashes, it explodes. Nine times out of ten, it explodes because of the the enormous weight and the the um the impact and the jet fuel causes it to explode. And and when it explodes, it's a huge gulf of uh, of of flames and smoke. And so the hole in the dream. The whole neighborhood was lit um, uh, on fire because planes were crashing and the planes were knocking home, uh, destroying homes and just crashing everywhere. And I just remember when I went outside, the, the, the terror that I felt, the, 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 the fear that gripped me because I, I immediately thought, man, we could be next. And there was no defense against it. The only way to to, to defend ourselves uh, in my initially, my initial thought was, man, we got to go to the basement. <laughs> but if we go to the basement, if a plane crashes on our house and, a, and it catches on fire, we'll be trapped in the basement. So I felt helpless. But as I went outside and I saw the destruction around me, I immediately, uh, I, I woke up. And I believe the Holy the Holy Spirit gave me the interpretation of the dream and the interpretation of the dream was the houses around around us that were engulfed in flames represented um, um, sin and, and the and the, the destructive aftermath of the enemy. And the planes that were crashing represented the attack of the devil and each Every time a plane would crash into a home, it, it um or crash, it would destroy one or two or even three homes because of the size of the plane. And then it would just caught, just fire everywhere, and so the planes represented the attacks of the enemy, and the flames represented the flames that engulfed. The neighborhood represented the spread, the widespread of sin. And destruction that comes with sin. And the only thing that I can do in the dream was pray. All I could do was pray. And I believe one of the things that the Lord was showing me in this dream was that. The world is messed up because people's homes are messed up. The devil is having free reign in people's homes. And everybody's pointing the finger at each other when they have the same kingdom of darkness that has set up in their home. And so because everybody's pointing the finger at, and, and, and pointing the finger at how jacked up Trump is, how jacked up the left is, how jacked up the right is, how jacked up our generation is, everybody's jacked up. Nobody's looking in the mirror and saying, Lord, cleanse me. Forgive me for every sin. Forgive me for, for all unrighteousness. God, deal, deal with the secret sins, the sins that I'm hiding from people because I don't want them to look at me different. Um, the sins that I'm hiding that allows me to step out and be self-righteous and point the finger at everybody else, but, but, but stand in self-righteousness because people are are unaware of what I'm actually dealing with. And so we have a culture and a society of people pointing the finger at each other and nobody's repenting. Nobody's turning to Christ. Everybody wants to be political, but not many people want to be biblical. And so we as Christians, it is time for us to stand up and preach the gospel. Paul told Timothy, he said, man, be instant in season and out of season. He said, be instant in season and out of season. And so we, we have to we have to stand on truth. We can't be ashamed. Paul said in Romans 1 16, he says, For I am unashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power of God unto salvation. Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, verse 1 through 5, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge of the living and the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you though, believer, always be sober minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. And this is why I talked about on the last show, When I discussed Kurt Franklin and the street preacher, I talked about our responsibility as Christians. I talked about what, and if you haven't heard the last episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. Actually, last episode, last week was my biggest week, numbers wise. And you guys already know I don't do it for numbers, but praise God for numbers. Last week was my biggest number, my biggest week um or biggest day um since i've had a podcast had more listens than i in one day than i normally get in a whole week and 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 listen but if you haven't listened to the last episode go back and listen to it i talked about what is the gospel what's not the gospel and what is our responsibility as believers to the gospel we have a responsibility to preach the gospel. We have a responsibility to warn people. Ezekiel chapter three, verse 18 says, if I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. And this is God speaking. He says, if I say to the wicked, you shall surely die and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way in order to save his life. That wicked person shall die for his iniquity, but his blood will I require at your hand. In other words, his blood will be on your hand. God will hold us responsible for not preaching the gospel. God will hold us responsible for being ashamed to preach the gospel. He will hold us accountable for being ashamed of calling people to repent and trust in him. He says, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before the father in heaven. And so we as believers, we have a responsibility to preach the good news of the gospel. Many of us are are so distracted, though. We're so consumed with entertaining the world that we're no longer evangelizing to the world and just like the street preacher told Kurt Franklin when Kurt Franklin says you don't believe I said Jesus is Lord at the BT awards I'm here to tell you just saying Jesus is Lord is not enough if you're not warning people to turn from sin and wickedness because here's the thing even demons believe and tremble and so we're not doing people a favor necessarily by just telling them that jesus is lord and that jesus loves you that yet yeah, yeah we should tell them all of that but we also have to tell them to repent and believe a belief that is not just a belief that he exists but a belief that 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 leads them to put trust and 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 and, and, and yield their lives to him The Bible says faith without works is dead. The faith that we as believers preach is a faith unto repentance, a faith unto allegiance. And when we and when we're born again, Jesus said you must be born again. It's not enough to just go to church. It's not enough to just say you're a Christian. Have you been born again? Have you been born again? And so, with all of this, my, we we as Christians can't get distracted by the narrative that is attached to the wickedness that's going on in this world. I'm going to say that again. We cannot get distracted and attached to the narratives that are attached to the wickedness and the evil that's going on in our in this world, because the devil will will report. On his doing and tell you what to think about what he's doing He'll tell you that drag queens reading to children is is a good idea He'll tell you that it's okay for for you to identify as a woman even though you're a man And vice versa Isaiah 5, 5 and 20 says woe unto them that call I believe it's Isaiah five twenty or Psalms 5 and 20 It says woe unto them who call good evil an evil good Christians it is time for us to put on the mind of Christ who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but he made himself of no reputation and he he humbled himself to come in the likeness of man to come in the in, in the form of a servant Christians we have to lose our egos I'm not trying to fight with my brothers and sisters. I'm trying to unify with with fellow believers so we can stand together and proclaim the good news of Christ. That should be our focus and that should be our aim. But listen, thank you guys for tuning in. I want to I want to say a prayer real quick before I go for for our country, for the world. And also for for the families of the victims, and so let's pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your 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 grace and your mercy. I thank you for your word, which is the entrance of life, Lord Jesus, we just pray for the victims um, of of the mass shootings in Chicago, El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio. We pray God that you would use this tragedy to bring people to the saving grace of of you, God, that you would use these tragedies to point people to salvation in in Christ Jesus. And Lord God, I pray, God, that you would comfort those who have lost loved ones. God, I pray, God, that you would touch our president, touch our leaders and, and elected officials. God, I pray, God, that you would turn their hearts towards you, in the name of Jesus, I pray for educators and, and, and principals and those who, are, who have um, access to our children and influencers. I pray, God, that you raise up a remnant of believers who will not bow to, to the God of this world but will live for boldly to proclaim the name of Jesus. God, touch your believers that are listening even now, God. Strengthen them to be bold. Strengthen them to stand for, for truth, even in this wicked and present day, God. Let them proclaim the good news and, and, and help us to do the work of evangelists in the name of Jesus help as we are partakers of of reconciliation you have given us the ministry of reconciliation and so god help us to preach reconciliation help us to warn men and god help us help us to know you jesus in the power of your resurrection in the name of jesus christ i pray god i thank you Amen. Listen, I thank you guys for tuning in to the Path of Revelation podcast. Listen, make sure you go to pathofrevelationnow.com, write in, leave comments, or if you have questions about something you may have heard on the show, or if you have suggestions for future episodes, make sure you go to pathofrevelationnow.com, and also make sure you download our music, check out videos, check out the blogs, appreciate it, share The Path of Revelation podcast with somebody. You guys be blessed.